Hey, good evening, everybody. Welcome. You are now tuning in to the Data Self Podcast, hosted by your brother in Christ, Zig Madison, as we die daily and live for God, based off of Colossians 3 and 3. Here, our motto at Data Self is living that Christ is glorified, dying to make Jesus known. And this is episode number five. I appreciate everybody that was that's able to tune in, um, taking time out of your busy schedules and busy days to just be able to just uh, tap in with us um, as we talk about Jesus, sports, community, family, and anything that's uh, evolving around the culture of the United States of America and worldwide. Um, nonetheless, here at Data Self, we got a new segment that we, we just added on. Um, it's called the bread of the day. Um, basically, a scripture um, rendered unto the people of God that it may encourage whoever listen, believer or not. Um, so, the scripture that's uh, coming from the Word of God on today is, which is the bread of the day, it is coming from Ephesians chapter four, verses thirty-two, and the word reads unto his people, and be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted. Forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. Again, Ephesians 4 and 32, and it reads, And be ye kind one another, one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. Okay, let's break this down a little bit. Um, as a believer in, in the Lord... As a believer, anybody that professes that they are saved, sanctified, redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, we this is mandatory for us that we ought to forgive. For we ask, for we ask God for forgiveness on a daily basis, and in order for us to receive forgiveness, we ought to be able to forgive. For the Bible says. Um, I don't know exactly where, but the Bible said we ought to forgive 70 times 7 in a day. That's a lot of times. And I know um, how difficult that may be, but at, but at the end of the day, we ought to forgive because we don't want to be able to be in a position where we're holding any type of grudge. Uh, that's what the flesh does. And I know uh, the Bible said we ought to be new creatures in Christ. So the old things should pass away and behold, all things become new. And as a new believer in the, in the Lord, as a new believer, a, a new creature in Christ, we ought to forgive as our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, has forgiven us just like our God has forgiven us. So we ought to have compassion. We, ought, we, ought, we should ought to show mercy. We should also show empathy, sympathy, and everything of, of the sort. In order for, so we can be able to forgive other people that have trespassed against us, the Bible even declared that forgive those, forgive those that have trespassed against us, as we also forgive our debtors. I mean, I'm just kind of paraphrasing. I got it backwards, but it's important that we show forgiveness, that we walk in forgiveness, and that's that's pretty much a hard thing to do sometimes as a believer, but. You know what I'm saying? That's that's where we have to come in a place where we have to die to our desires, die daily. We have to die to our flesh. Our flesh says, the flesh don't want us to be able to forgive. 
However, we have the Holy Spirit that leads and guides us into all truth. And we have to forgive in order to be shown forgiveness from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And also we have to pray that we walk in forgiveness, that we're able to show forgiveness as the example, as our example has come, which is in Jesus Christ, has always shown forgiveness. And even as God shown forgiveness to us, towards us. So I just want to encourage everybody that may hear or may read this scripture. Go back. Remember, as a believer, we ought to forgive and be tenderhearted, forgiving one to another as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven us. That's the bread of the day. Scripture, again, is Ephesians 4.32. Go back and read it on your own daily time, in your own alone time. And you get an understanding for yourself. Don't take my word for it, but actually get an understanding and a revelation of the scripture yourself, dissect it and apply it to your life and make it become life within you. Okay, as we got that out the way, right now, your brother in Christ, your boy right now is in quarantine. Yeah, I'm in quarantine because I have tested positive for the coronavirus, yes, COVID-19. So I've, I've did all the proper procedures that CDC required and I still end up getting it. But I'm well, everything's all good, you know what I'm saying? Cause I had got my, you know, all my shots. I got my two shots of vaccine and my booster. So I'm okay, um, you know, I'm okay. I'm good, you know what I'm saying? I do feel, I, I feel like something is there, but however, I believe that God is a healer and he's still worthy to be praised, but I hate being in this predicament right now where I'm just quarantined. <laughs> I, I hate it, but nonetheless, I take this whole process serious, so I will stay isolated from the world until I'm completely healed, but... At the same time, it kind of prolonged the process of what I was trying to do. Um, on today, I was supposed to have been going out into my new career as far as the truck driver concerned. Um, nonetheless, I found out yesterday that I was tested positive for the coronavirus because I started feeling symptoms on Thursday. And I was honestly thinking that it had something to do with my booster shot because even so, once I got the booster shot Sunday of last week, um, the, the doctor that was telling me was saying that you may feel symptoms um, that you may be, you know, you know, feeling like some sick or whatever their case may be. But you know, it came late, like so. I didn't start feeling any symptoms till Thursday. So I was just like, okay, cool. After two, after two, after the first day, I was like, all right, cool. I, I try to medicate myself. I was still feeling something, you know what I'm saying? And then, come Friday, I said, man, okay, I'm still feeling something. And then third, and then Saturday, I was just like, I'm still feeling something. I'm medicating myself. I said, man, something ain't right. And I and I've said to myself before, I even get on this truck with my trainer, which is an older man. I want to make sure that I don't get anything that's going to cause a spread of the coronavirus. Because like I said, I take this whole thing 
very serious. The whole process, the whole pandemic thing, I, I, I really take the, take this serious. I don't play around with it. So I ended up getting tested. Um, I reached out to my pastor um, to try to find out ways where I can, find, you know, because I'm looking at stores to find out where I can get a, a, a home COVID test. And I go to CVS stores, sold out. I go to Walmart, they sold out. I go to Walgreens, sold out. So I'm just like, oh, okay. So I reached out to my pastor to see where I can find other places to get a COVID test because I feel something. So lo and behold, I, I find a source um, and a shout out to my brother, um, Evangelist Alexandre and the Alexandre family, um, which is part of my, my church family. I go and get a COVID test. Um, cause they're in that line of work, um, comb healthcare and whatever. Um, I go get tested and come behold, lo and behold, tested positive for the coronavirus. And I'm just like, oh my God. So with that being said, I, it left me where I couldn't get on the truck and I had to be home quarantined for at least five days before I even get into my career choice. Um, Nonetheless, I feel like at the end of the day, it all worked out for, for my good because I don't know what the Lord may was. I don't know what the Lord was doing. He probably was doing that to save me for what could happen up the road or something regarding being in the truck. Um, a lot of times we question and we wonder why certain stuff happened. And I'm not saying God, you know, because, you know, the Bible say no sickness or disease should come to our dwelling. Um, but at the end of the day, I feel like God may have allowed um, for certain things to happen to us to prevent us to be a part of something that may cause, that could be catastrophic. catastrophic. Um, nonetheless, I feel like also this could have saved me from any type of hurt, harm, or danger, me going up the road or anything. Like, I don't, I don't know what it could have prevented from happening. Nonetheless, I, I, I trust God that he, that he know what he's doing. And I believe that God has his hands on whatever is going on concerning me and my life. Um, and like I said, I may not understand what happened, but I praise God for whatever he's preventing from happening to me. I just praise him in advance because, I, like I said, a lot of times we don't see the forest from the trees. Nonetheless, God does. He see all things. So, uh, yeah, I just appreciate the Lord, man. I thank God even for quarantine. Uh, it gives me a lot of time. It gives me time right now where I could just spend that one-on-one -on -one time with him um, in my word, um, praying, um, you know what I'm saying, communicating and consulting him and just getting a better relationship with him even during quarantine. Because even though I ha I'm contracted with the coronavirus in my body, and I don't feel 100, it, I can still be able to seek God and pray and seek his face and study him. And um, he can send healing and restoration and more strength and more power. And I just thank God for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm grateful to God for that. And I can continue to die to this flesh and break this flesh down um, where it needs to be, where I can be in a spiritual place where I desire to be in him. So, nonetheless, like I said, I just thank God for that. You know what I mean? I praise God for that. So, and, you know, because of that, of myself and so many others 
that's been contracted with the coronavirus. Again, we had to shut down service at our at my local church. Uh, we had Zoom service on today, and Zoom service was actually pretty good. Um, my sister pastor preached on the day, Bishop Deborah Ann Gibson, and um, she touched on um, um, obedience and faith um, <clears throat> as a as a person as a person that claims to be saved, as somebody that's been redeemed, as a new creature in Christ. We ought to be obedient to the will of God and to the word of God and to even leadership that's causing that. That's just going to help and lead us into all truth. That's going to help and lead us down the right path. Um, as a believer, as a new creature in Christ, as a as a as a child of God, you need to be subjected unto leadership. I don't care who you are, as a a, a believer, um, when you're new in the faith or even seasoned in faith, depending on where you are, you need to be subjected to leadership. Where you're able to grow and mature and be and be uh, rooted in firm, solid, good foundation in Christ, so you can able to grow and blossom and be like a palm tree planted by the rivers, rivers of water. So, and that's uh, one of those things. Um, being a believer, uh, as a child of God, a son of God, that you need to be subject to a, a, a local church, to a leadership. To a con- congregation that's like-minded, um, the Bible says we should never, we should, we, uh, that He should give you pastors after His very own heart. So, whatever um, the set rule or whatever God has given the house, or you know, whatever the set rule God has given that church house, while you're there, you need to obey the rules and the laws and the standards of that church. You need to be obedient to that. If you're not able to, you need to find another church home that fits your criteria or what you feel it may be necessary for you. But don't think for one second that a church is going to compromise their standard and their beliefs to fit your standards and your beliefs. If you can't uh, align yourself with the set order or the set rule or the set standard of that church house, you need to find yourself somewhere else to go. So, but at the end of the day, you need to be obedient to whatever the standard that God has set for that house and be obedient to also God and to your leaders. So at the end of the day, as a believer, you got to be obedient as a little child. Only yourself as little children and be obedient. Um, so I just want to get that out of the way. And even having faith, um, that's the set. That's one of the foundations of salvation is faith, having faith. Um because the Bible says without faith it is impossible to please God. Our whole salvation is built on built on faith. Because if you think about it, about 2,000, 3,000 years ago, Christ was Christ died, he was near to the cross, and he was crucified for our sins, and he rose on the third day. Uh, excuse me, third day. Nonetheless, we wasn't there when it happened, but we believe and we have faith that that happened so we serve a god that died for us that rose and rose on the third day so our salvation overall is built on faith and as a believer we need to be obedient to what is set to be a believer to be saved and set free so 
the word to God, the word of God that was preached on today was just awesome because it t- we touched on faith, we touched on obedience in Christ, and at the end of the day, that's what it's all. That's what it takes to be uh, a believer. Because even though, like I said, as a saint, in order for you to grow, sometimes in order for you to grow, you need to be obedient. You can't grow if you can't be obedient because you don't know it all. Like when you come into it could be anything you're doing. It's like when you brand new to something, you need to be obedient and trust that whoever's teaching you it got your best interest at heart and you need to take heed to it and leadership and guidance. So you're able to grow in what set organization or what set uh 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 position that you're trying to be in and as a as a Christian as a believer if, if to be obedient to to your leaders and to God and to the set order in the house you, you you have to in order to be able to grow as long as it don't have no sin involved I don't believe a good church is going to have you go down a road of sin so if you are teachable and willing to be taught be obedient to whatever your your leaders tell you, whatever the church is telling you, whatever God is telling you. Because at the end of the day, a lot of people claim I hear God speaking to me. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? He uses people to help you grow. He's not going to always just speak directly to you. And, and that may step on a lot of people's toes. But at the end of the day, you know what I mean? That would cost a lot of people to be in trouble because they claim they can hear God just like they hear God hear the same but they hear God talking to them because you know they like I hear God too because the, your pastor saying they hear God and more likely they hear God but then you saying I hear God too so you override what your pastor telling you because you claim you hear God a lot of times you out of order you out of order because at the end of the day it's not always revealing and um revealing your pastor but at the end of the day God would give you pastors out this very own heart so if you trust in God, you need to trust in that your past is going to lead you and help you be the better version of yourself as a believer in Christ. So you have faith that God is using your pastor, but even have faith in believing what God has in store for you and be obedient, even if you can't see. You know, the Bible even say you got to walk by faith and not by sight. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it ain't about what you see, feel, or taste. Sometimes just have faith and believe that something is there and step out. That's all about being a believer. So at the end of the day, man, the word of God was awesome, man. It, it, it just touched me in so many ways. And I just I just appreciate the word on today. So uh, I just wanted to get that out the way. Uh, so much I could talk about. <laughs> you know, we didn't got that out the way. Lord, you've been glorified, but, oh, man. Today's been playoff wild card, playoff football day, NFL. fields. Oh, man. Where can I start? Where can I start? Right now is a game going on as we speak. Um, Man. I, I just it's 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 really hard to watch, man. Because I, I I feel bad for this uh, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, man. Because you know, rest in peace to my mother. She was a diehard Pittsburgh Steelers fan. They getting the brakes beat off them. Good God Almighty! 
they getting the brakes beat off them as we speaking right now. 42 to 14. <clears throat> it's, it's sad to watch, man, because it's, you know, because it's like Big Ben, like I said before, uh, Big Ben is just, this need to be his last year. Like, he need to go ahead and retire because he's very, he's he's very, he's just like a statue in the pocket. He, he can't move. Not like how he used to do, you know, plus he's older. He's big. He's a, he's a stationary target. So he's just an easy target to get hit. <clears throat> he can't move. And this is the fourth quarter with 10 minutes and 46 seconds left. That's still plenty of football left, man. You might well say the chance that Chiefs going to the next round. You might well you might well get to him because at the end of the day, like disgustingly, like I said, I didn't. I chose the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, I chose the Kansas City Chiefs to win the game. Uh, but I didn't see it like this, like this bad. I'm like, you know, I was just like, dang, like they get beat, they get beat bad. Like it's it's embarrassing. This is a this is a beat down from glory. Like this is really bad. Watching the Pittsburgh Steelers getting beat like this. I would be I'll be ticked off as a Steelers fan. I really would. You know what I'm saying? So, but at the end of the day, I look at it like this. If Big Ben retired right now, he's gonna go down as a legend. Do I think he's gonna get into the Hall of Fame? I I don't know. I think he should though, because I he's never been a bad player. Like he was never a bad player, but as of right now. It just don't look good for the Steelers. It really don't. Um, it, it looks real bad for them. So, but, uh, okay. And then the Raiders, they lose. They got put out the first round against the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. The Las, the Las Vegas Raiders loses to the Cincinnati Bengals 26-19, um, which I was happy, glad about because I can't stand the Raiders and they in my division so the fact that they went home first round I was happy glad about it so the Raiders went home where they belong because I didn't think they was excuse me be in the playoffs in the first place but they snuck in beating the LA Chargers they barely got in so and it was just being exposed by the Cincinnati Bengals which gave them that big fat L so my prediction of this next game with the uh, Eagles and the Buccaneers, I could I predict the right. I said the Buccaneers were gonna beat the Eagles, which they did, 31-15, uh, with Tom Brady and the GOAT getting past the first round. And I predict them going to the Super Bowl and taking it all. So enough of that. Next game, I predicted wrong. Cause I I chose the New England Patriots to win this game, and I was wrong. They lost to the Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills 47-17. That was a beatdown from glory. And it was six degrees. It, home, it was six degrees in Buffalo that night. Oh my God. It was cold in Buffalo. You could see the, you could see that breathe, you could see their breath as they every breath they take, inhale, exhale. You just you would see it in the air. I was like, oh my God. And then all them fans out there, I was like, oh my God. That is cold. That was cold. So, with a rookie quarterback, they went back to the playoffs. Um, uh, 
with the New England Patriots. They going to be all right. I think the New England Patriots going to be all right. And I predicted wrong because I said I thought the New England, England Patriots were going to at least go to the AFC Championship this year. I was so wrong about it. You know, you know, players mess up too. You know, we, we mess up. So, at the end of the day, I still see upside with the New England Patriots. I see upside with Mac Jones. And I think, you know, you're going to see them again. You really will. Excuse <coughs> me. Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills is just too much for them. With uh, Stephon Diggs and the crew. It was too much for him. So, at the end of the day, it's, it's all good. But this next game, though. <laughs> this next game, though. <laughs> oh, my God. This next game, though. <laughs> oh, man. As I predicted right. As I predicted right. As I predicted right, the Cowboys that took the L, they done took the L, y'all. The Cowboys that took the L today, they done took the L. I'm so glad. I'm. So, you know what? I'm not even like real amped about it because, like I said, I, I knew I knew they was gonna take the L because, like I said before, I just. I sealed it up in advance that the, the Cowboys was going to lose. They lost 23-17. to 17. I got real close. My prediction of the game was close. It was close because I said 30-17 and my brother, my brother said 20. He was right. He was spot on it. My brother CJ, which is a 49ers fan. We talked about it on the, uh, on the episode. Y'all go back and listen to uh, episode what is it, episode three featuring um, I, I, uh, I, I Daily founder, uh, CJ, uh, C Jr. He's a Fortnite fan. He predicted the score and he got it spot on. I'm happy about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the time, I just try to tell these Cowboy fans, man, and I, when they gonna, when they gonna listen to me? Like, when they gonna when they gonna get it together? Like when are they gonna stop saying they gonna go to the Super Bowl? They've been saying this for the last twenty five years, y'all. That they was gonna go to the Super Bowl. They was gonna win the Super Bowl. They gonna do this. They gonna do that. And it and it and it happens every time. Without a playoff win, they get to the they get to the playoffs and get trounced right out first round. Happens again. I don't really want to go in on them anymore. I already did that, but I, my point was been proven. You know, I put a praise on it. You know what I'm saying? I praise God in advance. And it happened. Shout out to my daughter, Steph Conrad, Marcel Louse. I hope, you know what I'm saying? I hope he all right. You know what I mean? He was in the group hitting a little laughing emojis and all that in there. But he really won't say nothing. So, I'm just, I'm, I'm doing a public service now for my brother. Is you all right, man? Is you all right, Marcel, man? You know what I'm saying? Because I know you out there preaching and all that. And, you know, you probably ain't got time to watch the game and all that. You don't, you don't, you don't respond a lot. But I want to know if you're all right. Like, for real. Because I know you're a diehard Cowboy fan. So I'm I'm, I'm going to send a text out and see if you're doing all right. You know, make sure you don't need prayer or whatnot. But I try to tell you. I try to tell you. I try to tell all you Cowboy fans out there, like, I didn't play nobody all season. Y'all didn't 
it, it showed y'all like y'all was exposed. But it, I'm, I'm gonna just be, I'm gonna keep it, I'm gonna keep it, I'm gonna keep it real. I'm gonna keep it real. Uh, a lot of, a lot of, the, a lot of the y'all kind of hurt yourself in the game with a lot of penalties, unnecessary penalties called on y'all. Y'all kind of beat yourselves at the same time. And if y'all didn't do that, y'all probably could have won the game. And a lot of times, y'all didn't capitalize off the mistakes that the 49ers did, too. So that's where you messed up at also. So, but again, you're right back home in Dallas. Y'all ain't had to go far because y'all had a home game. So, and what's funny was Dallas, (laughs) what's funny was Dak decided to scramble the ball when it was like six seconds on the clock. He tried to stop, he decided to try to scramble to get extra yards. And then he tried to spike it before the time was out, and he ran the timeout. <laughs> that that was funny. I ain't gonna lie, that was funny, man. That was that was that was hilarious. That was real hilarious for Dak to do that. But and again, it's the Cowboys. That's what they do. It's it just what they do. So you know what I mean? They at least they made the playoffs, but they ain't going nowhere. <laughs> they made the playoffs, but they ain't going nowhere though. So. You know, they right at home with us. And, you know, a lot of you Cowboy fans, a lot of you fans be like, well, at least my team made the playoffs. But what's the point of making the playoffs? You ain't go nowhere. You right back at home. You know, you ain't had to go far. All right, let me get off the Dallas Cowboys, man, because at the end of the day, you know, they 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 went, they went did what I expected them to do. They ain't go nowhere. They took the L. They back home in the Big D, where they belong. At home, watching it with us, with the rest of us. So, I am a struggling Denver Bronco fan, and yeah, my team may make the playoffs, but at the end of the day, if your team, basically, basically your team just had an extra week to practice, that's it. <laughs> that's, that's, basically it, your team just had an extra week of practice, because you ain't go nowhere <laughs> at the end of the day, but uh, anyway, uh, man. Cowboys went home. Um, right now, the Pittsburgh just just getting their butt beat, and it's it's just sad, man. It's sad. But at the end of the day, I had every prediction right except one, and that's my New England Patriots. The New England Patriots, they end up falling. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I'm gonna go ahead and end it on that note, y'all. Um, this is this is episode five of the Data Self Podcast. Um, and I'm quarantined. Y'all continue to pray for me that God send healing, complete healing to my body so I can be able to get to work, to my new career. Because while I'm here at the house, I can't work while I'm with the coronavirus. And I can't get in this truck unless I'm completely here. So pray for healing. Continue to pray for the Doubt Yourself podcast. Uh, pray for every member. Pray for the world as a whole as we end this pandemic. And, man, y'all stay safe out there, man. Continue to do all the uh, proper procedures. You know what I'm saying? Even though I did everything and still caught it, don't mean to ease up from it. Please, six feet, stay six feet. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Wash up. Sanitize. Do all the proper procedures, man, for real, because we're definitely in the middle of a pandemic, and we're definitely in the pandemic of the world, which is the pandemic of sin as well. So stay prayed up, stay covered up, and keep Christ first. You know what I'm saying? This is your brother in Christ, Zig Madison, um, on the Data Self Podcast. 
Remember, living that Christ is glorified, down to make Jesus known. Yes, and y'all hope y'all be tuned in on the next episode. Uh, I don't know who I may have on. I may have a guest. I might not. So y'all continue to pray for me. Like I said, I pray for y'all. I talk to y'all soon. In Jesus' name, y'all have a good one. Good night. Peace. In Jesus' name, die to self. Yeah.